0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode three. Thank you for tuning in. Today we'll be discussing perfectionism, whether it's harmful or helpful. Before we start, I would like my two guests to introduce themselves so you get to know them a little bit better.
1: Hey, I'm Ish. Thank you for having me, Katana.
0: No problem.
2: (laughs)
1: Um, So I work in the fashion industry as a merchandiser and I'm also an aspiring fashion designer as well.
2: And I'm Nikita. Uh, I'm a third-year medic at the moment, uh, but I've done a degree with these two beforehand, uh, so went straight into medicine after that. And yeah, just on placements right now.
0: Brilliant. Thank you to both of you for making the time to be here. And um, we chose this topic actually because it's resonant for the three of us, and so we hope you enjoy our discussion and find it useful. So we're going to start with, in what way is each of us a perfectionist? I think
2: it kind of it manifests in small ways in every little thing that I do. So it's I've mainly seen it in education, but I also realized actually it's it's kind of there in in any small task that I take on board, like in daily life. Yeah. So if I start with like education, like recently I found that when I when I can't do something to a level like a hundred percent, I just kind of let it go. Because I think, well, oh, yeah. what's the point if I can't give my all? Then I might as well not do it. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of an all or none attitude I have, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess is in line with perfectionism. Uh, and even just things like, I don't know, I just don't like going wrong. So yeah. if if one thing goes wrong, then even if ninety nine percent of it is is Excellent or it's good or it's something that's appreciated by people. I'll still be stuck on that one thing that, oh, that's just ruining that 99% for me. I think I have black and white thinking, you know, like mm-hmm. even whether it's when I'm studying or whatever, it's always just all or none. It's never like a, a marriage between two things or a midway. Yeah. so yeah I just really struggle with it and small things like I was telling you guys one day about how we were trying to cut a border out to fit in a screen on the wall yeah and we worked yeah. on it for the whole day and we got the correct measurements but there was a, a bit of a spillage on the thing on the outside and that really really just I was like yeah the whole thing ruined what's the point of doing the whole thing I used to not believe it. I used to think that no this is just criticism yeah. and this is just-
1: yeah I used to be commenting on well.
2: yourself and analyzing your actions and reflecting but it can actually become very self-destructive which I guess is why perfectionism isn't ideal so that's my take on it. Oh, 100% oh my god I'm exactly the same
1: but it's not really it doesn't really manifest in education like in the sense that I don't just focus on the one percent that goes wrong like I've never really had that kind of take on things but for example if I'm Working or if I'm designing, um, I'll do like an amazing design which I will love one day, and then I'll look back a couple of days later and I'll just be like, "This is the worst thing ever." And it's it's this fear that I have of progressing to the next step that actually makes me criticise my work. I've realised this. Like it's just my yeah. kind of excuse to myself to be like, "Actually, I could do better," but really, what the issue is is that I'm just scared of get, getting to the point where I can take that next step up and you know turn this design for example into an actual item of clothing like I'm scared to do that mm-hmm. um which is so bad like it's it's almost like under this label of perfectionism and, and like I'm using perfectionism as an excuse almost
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but yeah it really irritates me when I when I first started doing it I was exactly like you Nikki. I would just think back and be like oh yeah this is just me analyzing my work and thinking I can do better but it actually isn't it's just me making an excuse and almost in a way procrastinating
2: totally totally and you don't really focus on the actual process you know that whole part where you worked on it you developed it yeah you just it just for me it goes out of the window and it's just that outcome that oh you know this might not be perfect I think it has calmed down for me but even so yeah there's sometimes that one finicky thing ruins everything for you and that's really really annoying because you you try to look at the the stuff you that you've done well but you just can't you yeah can't you know what's
0: it. funny even the way we want to get over perfectionism we're so perfectionistic <laughs> in that too yeah like, <laughs> I know we can't even make it we can't falter and go back to our uh, you know our old ways we have to uh, like get better completely and perfectly so it's funny how it like literally in every single thing you do it's just a it's just like a way of living almost perfectionistic was like definitely like a good thing it's a, I'm just um striving for excellence it's it's something to mm. get the best result um and when people tried to tell me you know it's okay to make mistakes and it's just part of the process honestly inside I would think um making one mistake would be so detrimental how can you just be so casual about this you know mm. uh, yeah. and when I really started looking into this process and realizing how detrimental perfectionism is um that's when I really started to think this is uh, much bigger than I initially thought and for me it's definitely academics and achievements so I linked like all my self-worth to achievements and so that's why a little thing goes wrong I couldn't tolerate it at all it was almost Ooh. like um if I did well it was like I was feeling great about myself and then if I did a little bit um under what I wanted to get it was just all Uh, I would just go crashing down and I just feel terrible. And you wouldn't, you don't notice it though, isn't it? It's so weird. You don't think to yourself, oh, I'm being perfectionistic or I'm linking. You don't think of it like that. It's only when you're actually more aware of it, you start to realize, um, how much you're holding back as well. Like I would literally not do anything that I like doing just in case I can't do it perfectly. Um, and now that I've, well, I don't want to say completely over it because again, you can't do that really. Um, now that I get the difference between just doing your best and kind of going with that, um, and reaching actually further heights, maybe, um, I've just, it's just a real game changer, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, mistakes are just part of the process, isn't it? Like, like um, I don't know whether you guys have read, um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill.
0: Oh no, it It's happens.
1: really, really good. Um yeah. I it's a very good like self-help book. Um I personally like that they have this um section on 30 reasons why people fail. And yeah. I was just jotting all of the reasons I yeah. oh, <laughs> <God>, like, well. <laughs>
0: um,
1: <laughs> Honestly. Um but the key main ones for me was um procrastination and lack mm-hmm. of Persistence, and I feel both of those things tied in so well to this topic of yeah. perfectionism, fully because. And there was like um a quote in it. It's not really a quote, but it is just a is a saying. Is that a lot of people are really good starters but very bad finishers, and yeah. that's me in a nutshell. Because I have this um desire in me because I I enjoy a lot of different things. And I'd love to learn so many different skills. I have this desire to start learning all these skills, but I've never really thrown myself into just one and honed that skill to the point where I'm a master at that skill. And I I can't, I know what the reason is, but I, I don't want to say it out loud because it's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing.
2: <almost>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally relate to that, that, you know, that whole idea of where you, you want to do so much, you want to achieve so much. You have so many goals in your head. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try and target that area of expertise. All the ambitions are there. You start it, but you just never get around to finishing it because I guess you it's the persistence thing. I definitely yeah. agree with that. I was, I was about to talk about uh, just another word for it, maybe patience. You know, lack of patience, not being yeah. willing to give it yeah. time. And allowing it to develop, it's almost like, I mean, it's, you know, when we talk about these things, you almost feel like you're stating the obvious, because of course, something won't be 100% top notch in the first go. But we want it, it to be, be perfect
0: immediately. But though, we, we want do. it to be. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. It's that like immediacy that we want, which is just mm-hmm. unrealistic for any person who's a high achiever in the world. Like yeah. they have to go through a process, but I don't know why we subject ourselves we think, to that.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. And also, you know what you were saying, Katana, about um, we don't say it consciously in our head that we're a perfectionist. Yeah. It's because it's so true and core to our nature, the yeah. things that are very natural
0: to you, you really don't tend to question them. Yeah. I, I And think that's, that's scary, true. isn't that? Which you is could scary. Just, you could live your whole life just so unaware of how you are. It's just your nature. And exactly. I was completely, you know, a very anxious person, perfectionistic. Um, and I just, I just thought, like, you don't question it at all. It's mm. just literally from as long as you can remember, it's just the way you are. And so changing mm. that sometimes, um, some people can do it very slowly and change, but it's, for a lot of us, it's a massive thing that happens it's, suddenly, and then it's you so think it.
2: And, and it's that's where feedback and external uh, sort of uh, things come, so like, come into it, you know, people watching you, observing you, because these are sometimes some things you just don't clock. Yeah, You know, you think you're very reflective at a self-analytical, but there's some things you truly miss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so you know, just
1: don't recognise it, do you sometimes? No.
2: And I, I yeah. was told by it by my family saying, You are a perfectionist I'd be like, No, I'm not, and they don't <laughs> and
0: what? even if I was, why is it a bad thing? You <laughs> why is it a thing? Yeah. Like, 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 one thing is
2: wrong, just look at it and uh, yeah, like whole two and fro. Um but it's feedback is huge. I think it's a big thing. Yeah.
0: I think you know, um, I spoke with Isha, I think, a long time ago about, you know, when we're starting new projects and Mm. um, you have this ideal image in your head and why a lot of the time we stop doing it is because you know what we said about the lack of patience sometimes and the lack of persistence. I think sometimes it's also that ideal image in your head doesn't match this messy process you started with. So when you Mm -hmm. start something, it's never the same as this vision that you have um, in your head of everything perfectly. And that's where you stop making excuses isn't it it's like um there was a quote something about um excuses are lies wrapped in reasons and you can kid yourself mm. um so much that you know it's this and that and that's why i stopped doing it but really it's because you're afraid to just do it and see the product of or, right. and it will be imperfect it won't be how you wanted it to be and um ironically you'll never get to this perfect ideal version if you don't get past this stage that's yeah. the part that i didn't understand i was like i'd rather have that perfect thing immediately why would I go through this messy like my sister would sometimes say just leave the like I would post things and then get rid of them like on um you know my account or anything like a blog article and I would just immediately delete it if I don't like it but my sister was like just leave it on there um and I would just be I would be so baffled I'd be like why is she telling me to leave this trash on there (laughs) like I would it would drive me crazy and she'd always make me do these little things and now I think back I, I think Um, it's because she made me do those things I slowly I start to tolerate those little mistakes and I made bigger risks.
1: Nice to be able to look back as well and see how far you've come and like you can recognize oh wow okay I did make you know mistakes on my first design or my first podcast but look at me now look how far I've gone and that's that's a nice feeling as well and like that's when you start to recognize your achievements
2: do you know what I mean? You, you get past that stage where because the, the the starting part is is that you do not want to accept that something's going to go wrong you know mm-hmm. you just yeah. not accept the idea that something's going to go wrong but the yeah. thing is like you're saying ish when you look back and you realize when i allowed myself to go wrong that's where i learned something new yeah and mm-hmm. i actually unlocked a part of me that was you know i didn't know about or you know that's something i developed and then you just think wow i actually i've grown so much like even today when I sit down and I think that one change that I made in my mindset, like maybe a year back, even at the age of, of 22 or 23, where I've been through say five years of education, like 10, 15 years of education. And imagine like I didn't know this one thing. And just because I allowed myself to make a mistake, change now for the better. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to being like, no, 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 I'm like this perfect being who shouldn't uh, identify yeah. anything is going wrong, which is scary um, mm. to think about. So yeah.
0: And it, it just—it's all the areas that it affects as well. You think it's just—we talked about one area, which is you know our work, um, achievements, academics—but it kind of applies to a lot of different things. I realized as well. Um, for example, you know, just in our behaviors, um, in general life, like in social situations. Uh, for me, for example, I would—um—not that I think you know people are thinking badly all the time. That was like a—you know—that's really related to kind of social anxiety. But this is more um I have to perform perfectly and be this perfect person and I oh have to see perfectly <laughs> and um, you know again you don't sit down and think this this is what I'm doing but yeah um, when you start to realize that yourself you know where it be from speaking to people like Nikita said or therapy you just really start it really opens your eyes to what you're actually doing because you do think mm. everything it's not like I'm going around killing people you know <laughs> why it's, you know I know that's a bit of a dramatic like,
1: <laughs> you jumped a little bit
0: yeah, yeah. I, I probably should have gone like a medium level example but, but sometimes it is like that though you just think I'm not doing anything like really bad and you're just in denial and that's maybe like the yeah. ego just trying to it's keep ego there. yeah I
2: think ego fuels perfectionism hugely I yeah, don't know whether it does I'm, I'm not saying every person who's a perfectionist is an e- egoistic person but I feel like my ego, because we've spoken about this before about personalities yeah. and things, and we've been open about our weaknesses. And I think ego is a huge part of my personality. And I feel like that heavily fuels my perfectionism. This idea yeah. of how can I be wrong? like, And yeah. why? How could someone tell me I'm wrong? You know, that kind of a thing, which is I horrible.
0: We also wow. need to separate kind of ego as in um, someone being egoistic, like arrogant and not accepting yes. and ego as in, um, you know, that self that that is trying to protect us because we I mean I used to do this to confuse the two and even now actually I I'm still kind of looking into understanding what the you know ego um, literally
2: yesterday I was speaking to a friend and he we were talking about ego the word itself and he told me self-importance and I was like yeah I was like wait I was like that's fine so why is ego
0: (laughs) right yeah
2: But why did I just go ego arrogance or ego comparison? You know, that kind of thing. It does good
0: and bad. That's the thing with not the egoistic, but ego. It's trying to protect you, basically. But not all things that protect you are necessarily good. So say, for example, your parents sometimes trying to protect you from things. Of course, that's like a lot of time. That's good. You you know, when you don't know anything, you're growing up and you're young. You want to be guided by people who are older. But when it mm. becomes a problem is, is um you don't leave your comfort zone and they don't want you to feel like any danger whatsoever. So you don't experience anything new. It's like that. So mm. in that way, mm. ego and perfectionism is kind of linked because it, it kind of makes you think Um, it's almost like so we keep avoiding it, right? Avoiding making mistakes. And then I read this somewhere, like it teaches you that you can't cope with it. So your mm. brain starts to think every time you avoid these things, this is like any fear. Um, you just you teaching yourself that you can't you can't do this and that's why you as you get older you do it more and more and I found that myself mm. actually as I got older I just started to nitpick much more whereas sometimes mm-hmm. like you know 95% or 90% was fine and then it started that the standard got higher and higher and higher and of course that became more and more stressful and harder right, to maintain. Yeah. So it's like a like a really like a cycle I guess. Like a cycle. Yeah. I guess
1: you start reflecting that as well on other people as mm-hmm. well. You know, like you're you've got these standards for yourself and you've got you've got to be perfect in in your work life, perfect in this and that and all these goals need to be met. Even little things like we were talking about it the other day how um you're a very like clean person and you like everything to be tidy around you and you have that expectation for other people to be the Mm -hmm. same and if they're not like if they're not perfect then Mm. they're a disappointment or something and it's a really it's it's weird it's very like um subtle yeah because you don't even realize that actually you could be in the wrong and this almost ties up into you know the fact that you are talking about ego before but um you you can't start reflect um is the word reflecting? It's deflecting. Deflect. Oh, yeah, I'm saying Deflect. it wrong. My bad, sorry. <laughs> deflecting onto um other people like that because yeah. completely separate from you
2: do you do you guys find that you def- as perfectionists you deflect your your ideals or standards on other people do you are Absolutely. you kind of guilty of that I yeah. I, I kind yeah. of I kind of concentrate it all into myself I, I'm that okay. kind of a, really? I don't really oh I don't know yeah. i you know when you say these things we feel like no actually I do I do all of it but no, I don't
0: know I, think, <laughs> no, 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 I get you <laughs> yeah. like sometimes it's like no I, it's just me but it's so like you don't even realize the extent of what you're doing so I get that <laughs>
1: you realize that yeah actually you're deflecting at that point mm. you're just thinking like oh my god what's wrong with them but yeah. really that's right. just your own perfectionism that's almost so that's shining so through but it's you don't, you don't like, realize it yeah oh god, you're you're yeah, doing so all
0: these things and it's it's almost like you're right you know this uh, cleanliness is such a good example and i think i spoke about this before how i really changed my perspective on it after i spoke i had a conversation with someone they said that you know why is it that being clean is like the morally morally right thing because there's just being unhygienic and there's just um being super clean and organized which is really um also when it's not um affecting anything badly why is it wrong not to do that so we think that we're like we have these the standard that everyone must follow, and we have to as well and it's just strange, isn't it? We never question that I mean, I never did. I just as ish said, I was just thinking, I don't understand why people don't do this like it, and <laughs> yeah, I would get yeah. so stressed like uh like cleanliness, anything where um for example, someone made a mistake, they came late to something um things that I really think are just super normal now. um I just think, why did I get so worked up like even if I turned up five minutes late, I would get so worked up. And I think, oh my God, it's it's all over. And I would yeah. actually actually think that. And if someone no, else I, did that I, too, I'd be very like, um, you know, why? I wouldn't be okay with it. Yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent. I'm literally the same. Like, if I get stressed out, if I'm going to be like ten, fifteen minutes late to something, yeah, like, I'm like, oh no, they're waiting for me. I I get stressed out. But yeah. then if it's the other way around, I get. I used. To, <laughs> I don't really do this as much anymore. But a
0: lot of my you're friends, if I'm going out to.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, mm. kind of, young. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a lot of Again, my friends. Again, it doesn't immediately vanish. What I meant is it was more <laughs> yeah. because you're um, less aware of it. When you're younger, it's a bit more potent because you, mm. you just do whatever you want. You don't even realise what you're doing. Whereas now, yeah. I'm not saying we do everything <laughs> perfectly, funnily enough, <laughs> um, without perfectionism. But it's almost like because you're aware of it, it takes a little bit off it because you're actually, you're even considering, um, I may actually be wrong about this,
2: And that's the first step, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing is, it's really hard to, I think also the people around you really affect the way you can handle the perfectionism. So what I mean by that is, if you come across someone who who is well put together, and well, at least on the outside, well put together, doing everything right, then it kind of fuels your, well, why can't I? attain that as well comparison uh, that comparison element yeah yeah. exactly that's the word comparison so it just becomes like oh but I want to reach that level Mm -hmm. and and you just become impatient as I said you don't persist you can't accept the fact that you could be making more mistakes than somebody else uh, especially even if they're in the same line of work as you're doing the same thing as you so I think that kind of also makes it worse but you know but then I think the way I've kind of dealt with that is by realizing that each person's different you know there may be a person who is well put together from the start it's fine yeah. that's their journey I'm not saying I mean there's very few people like that probably mm-hmm. but there are people like that who who do yeah. know the basics of life and how to lead a life without controversy yeah, and yeah, and you yeah. just have to kind of accept that that that's just the way they were born yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah. they've come in with that's who they are and yeah and,
0: and everyone has their own challenges though
2: that's true yes and also you have to be wary that they probably are going through their because the thing is I always think about this when I myself am going through a period of struggle I'm not shouting out to the world that I'm having this period of struggle exactly it's all internal so yeah for somebody else who knows Mm -hmm. what battle they're fighting when they walk across the street yeah but it's just like that isn't it? you have to be wary of both sides of the story so
0: that's the thing with comparison I think um we we think that we're looking at it fairly you know you you're saying I look at some people I think they got it easier and some people yeah. um they did struggle but even in that like we have absolutely no idea because the only ex- like internal experience we have is of ourselves and yeah. what people portray like this is actually like the biggest like lesson for me is that I have absolutely no idea what people are thinking like you think you have some sort of idea of what people went through um, and yeah. what people are thinking but they they like always surprise you and that's when I realized why am I comparing myself to, we're not even playing on the same like um, ground almost, if, if that's the expression. And I'm yeah. comparing, I'm looking at them and thinking, why am I, and feeling inferior when it's like, they're doing, they have their own struggles, their own challenges. And um even like a celebrity, they have, there is so many problems related to that. But I instantly think, you know, why am I not, um, I'm at this age and this person's same age as me and they've done that. And it's just, um, we all do it. Um, yeah. but if we really recognize that you know you can never really really know how much someone's struggling and what they're feeling and how much they went through even you know some people as you said do have that natural talent to begin with but that's really not um what like for me it was like they must have it easier I just need to struggle even that is a bit like almost Um, arrogant of us because we're thinking oh we're the only ones that are struggling which is you know Mm -hmm. everyone is thinking that of themselves but if we can look at other people and realize that we're all struggling um, even the people who look like they've just made it if you go and speak to them and look at the journey they've gone through yeah they may be a great singer or whatever it is but like the things that they run through to get to that stage you're thinking gosh I literally I don't know if I could have done that Um, right even if I had an amazing voice you know yeah and Mm -hmm. so this is why talking to people is so important. I think you've hit on a really good point and I love how honest you are about you know when you talk about ego and you talk about um comparing ourselves. I think it's really good to talk about that because people never do. They just we act all like you know virtuous like I I never I'm never jealous. <laughs> I'm never but we all get yeah. jealous, right? It's it's stupid <laughs> not to say. Like I we've all looked at someone and thought oh, I wish I could be as pretty as her. I wish I could be yeah. as smart as her. Yeah. For me it's always the smart like the intelligence because um that felt like everything to me like I have to be a smart person I have to like do well um and I as soon as I didn't do well academically or perfectly I was just thought well that's it like what else do I have <laughs> you yeah know?
1: it's for really sure. interesting as well because obviously we've been talking about this for a while and yeah it's crazy to see how like um for me I had like two or three points that Kind of linked to why I'm a perfectionist at times, but I never knew the number of branches of perfectionism that was out there. Like I yeah. n- had never considered ego to be one of them because mm-hmm. I personally didn't feel that myself. Yeah. But hearing how you have your take on it and how that can fuel your perfectionism is really interesting because like the only, like for me, my main one is fear of failure. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: that I would say is like the main fuel for my own downfalls in the sense that, you know, I I look at something and I'm I think if I do the next thing, then I could fail at it. And
0: yeah.
1: that that is just where I I don't know, I'd flop basically. Yeah. But um yeah, listening to like both of your sides and how you think about perfectionism is just really interesting. I never had like thought of it in that way.
0: Mm-hmm. This actually goes to the next question about what drives your perfectionism and kind of flows nicely into that. Um So, yeah, it, what you said about fear of failure, I think we can all relate to that. And um there is actually like a question on here that I read when I was kind of researching about perfectionism is, do you just enjoy having a high standard or does perfectionism help keep your self-esteem high and make you feel worthy? And I don't know why that really kind of hit oh, a note wow. with me. Um mm-hmm. And I really think those achievements and performing well did make me feel worthy because the lack of that made me feel like like just crap basically so clearly it's something to maintain my self-esteem it's not something that can is was strong on its own um only with those things and i think fear of failure is related to that because i had that too like just completely like if i failed something it was like the end of the world whereas Uh, end of my small world I'll say because you know you think you think that your little world is like everything isn't it everything yeah Yeah. especially when you're younger you do that I do say younger like I'm like um 85 (laughs) but you know what I'm saying right um you just you just think especially when you're like a teenager you just think that everything that you're experiencing is the whole world and this is yeah uh, I won't be able to do anything now
1: You're not self-aware back then, are you? Like even, even I would say like three years ago, two years ago, I don't think I was anywhere near as self-aware as I am now. I'm not even saying that I've hit it completely and I'm, you know, super self-aware all the time, but I can really step back and think what I'm doing is wrong. Like this has to change and you need to stop leading such like a perfect life or trying to be perfect in everything that you do, because I feel like that's the first step to actually getting those achievements that you're really trying to you know reach for I guess
2: Mm -hmm. yeah it's so true for me as well like especially this lockdown being there with my own mind and my own thoughts and just being left to observe of you know whatever's happening around you I think you just realize how I mean I've always wanted to be a reflective person but I think Pan- the pandemic's enabled that to truly.
0: It forces happen. you to just stop because to stop, we're yeah. always doing, doing, and doing. And yeah. like none of us really were forced to just stop. And I think it's really, I mean, it's made me as well more reflective than usual. Um, yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: I, I think with also with the, what drives it, you know, I like how you mentioned the whole value, you know, giving, making yourself feel like you're worth something. Yeah. I think that's, that's the thing. Cause if I think, well, if I'm not contributing something different to everyone else, yeah. You know, the, why, am I, why am I you know doing this it's it's sort of that that kind of sense of what drives it of making sure everything's right but also I think what mainly drives it as I said is the people around me perception I think social uh what do you call it like your social circle like I'm yeah. very yeah how people see mm-hmm. me uh yeah, so if something yeah. goes wrong uh then it's just like oh well they're going to just think I'm useless or they're going to think that oh she doesn't know what she's doing um i always have this perception that they are on top of their game they you know they're way ahead uh, so if yeah. one thing is wrong it seems like a big deal for me like oh shit and if it's also if that thing is a very basic thing
0: mm-hmm. then
2: that just makes it even worse but obviously yeah just that one mistake uh, is is a huge deal and i feel like we were talking about this how i i feel it's more it happens more in front of people that i'm close to like for example yeah, I, I found that weird <laughs> you did it's just, yeah. I found that really odd it is odd me I have too. to say it is <laughs> odd but I think
0: no so it's, it's me- interesting though I love hearing different perspectives because me as well I've only he- heard about people being uncomfortable with strangers which is something I'm really familiar oh. with mm-hmm. um whereas people close to me I just feel like um I can you're just already be comfortable and yeah, yeah I can exactly. relax a little bit you know
2: <laughs> yeah exactly but it's just it's just the opposite for me mm. I I was talking about it today as well um so if I'm if I have to practice interviews uh for mm. example say with my dad or my mum or my brother yeah. I hate it because I just feel like I don't know maybe there's an expectation of me uh yeah. mm. and I'm just but like you know that's that's just what you that's set normal. for yourself right I suppose like so. expectation like it's I'm sure they
1: don't you know think yeah. that or they
2: don't but, expect no, but you know, you know sometimes it's like a family member will say come on you can do better than this yeah and I'll
0: be like right oh, yeah. but it's normal when in an God. interview interview situation I have to say because yeah you're, um, you're preparing for something that you're going to be then later judged on so I think it's a bit more normal to still kind of fear like someone's um, feedback from that mm-hmm. um, but that is so true what you guys said about um, um you know about it being the expectations that you have in yourself because I had this too um I would get so worked up that you know I have to um do something so that to make my parents proud um and you know they they did so much to make us kind of to this stage and you know them being especially you know as the parents of immigrants you just think you have to do something like spectacular to be anything like worthy and um when you really talk to your parents you know you just think gosh they really like they say you know work hard it's just something that they say you know get good grades because that is their way of saying you know um for you to be happy and successful but really they just want you to be happy but we mm-hmm. do it at the detriment of you know everything like our mental health or um yeah. just being yeah. unhappy and stressed out like because if you really talk to your parents, sometimes you'll just realize, gosh, this is actually like 80% of it is just me. Like yeah, I'm yeah. putting this pressure on myself yeah. and i feeling stressed out.
2: That's so interesting because I don't know, especially amongst Asians, there's always mm. this perception that the parents are domineering and, yeah, and yeah. try to it, almost uh, bring in this culture of no mistakes. Mm. You know, like suppose mm. in the test you do not, you get 90%, but for some parents, they'll be like, where did 10% go? Yeah. No. right and yeah people will be like well hold on like you know can I not make a mistake and then you're just like okay and that so I think some people feel like that with and I'm sure that probably exists with some parents but I think with other parents largely their intention is just to drive you to do yeah. your best well, um, we don't
0: yeah we don't think of it from their perspective like no. their culture because for them it was like the focus was academics the only way to kind mm-hmm. of um, yes. Raise yourself on life was academics, but right. we have to remember right. we're in a different situation completely, you know. That's true. Um, take a little bit with it, you can learn a lot of lessons from your parents for sure, yeah. Um, but yeah. you also need to kind of realize that um there is so much more than that. Like, with this current culture that we're living in, it's completely different, and that's where 100%. I think sometimes we can trip up a bit, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, when I was speaking to my parents as well, um, because, like, like you said, you just have to think of it in how they would think of things like back when they were studying for example um all all my parents really know is that if you become a doctor you will be successful and you will um earn a lot of money and you will be comfortable and I think that's what they want for me more than Mm -hmm. anything else is just to make sure and they can just sit back and relax and not have to worry or stress about Any kind of obstacles I'm going to face in life because I've got security, um, because of you know the job that I'm in. But I think now, especially now, they're Mm -hmm. a lot more open-minded about it. It, it, I mean, it takes a while to really like step back and think, okay, it's a new world. It's actually you get so many more opportunities now, and even though it's not this conventional route, it's completely, Mm -hmm. completely fine. But I totally understand though that pressure of going down a particular path that maybe others are pushing on you Mm. it can be quite overwhelming and it can actually make you set such high standards for yourself
2: Mm -hmm. right
1: and because you want
2: to make proud I guess with with parents what you're saying is just well, I feel like when they when they sort of comment on something you could do better and they you know and they talk about it and stuff with you I feel like we see it as they're demanding perfectionism but I think what perhaps they're looking for is progression rather than Mm -hmm. perfectionism you know like this idea that don't just stop there
0: yeah yeah we take it as a fault as something you know um it's like a personal affront or attack but really it's just someone's basically giving you a feedback and it's negative and um you don't like that because you need it to be kind of I say you I mean (laughs) like Like, yeah Yeah, that sounded very like you know you (laughs) um we just think that um you know it's a personal affront to us and that's why you feel a bit more that's why I seem to think because again for me it's my sister always gives me this feedback um and a lot of the time I used to kind of dismiss it because I just couldn't I couldn't handle it (laughs) Mm, yeah (laughs) which just sounds so childish now but I really couldn't Uh, not because you know I thought that um, I could you know I was like arrogant I was like I could do everything it's because I literally it was so uncomfortable to hear just that I my faults and for what I thought were faults were just mistakes to you know progress and she was just saying you know do this do that so I can yeah, really yeah. kind of relate to what you're saying Nikita you know about your parents giving feedback on that yeah and just thinking um oh is it it's progress it's not perfectionism
2: yeah. And I think I, I your the sibling kind of thing reminded me when I was telling you guys about the I sent a recording of my singing to to my brother. And he's always oh, yeah. he listening to me and, and yeah. giving comments. Yeah. And I, I sent the recording last and he was like, Yeah, it's okay, but This is not your best, and and I was in in my head like this is great, I'm sounding great. There's there's progression, Mm. there's development, and I sent it, and he was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, but it's just not up to the mark. And I think you're better than this. And it was just like a, it was just like oh god, a slap in the face, uh, a slap in the face, literally. But uh, you know, when we talk about these things, I realized that change in myself when I stepped back and and calmed down for two seconds, and I thought, okay, hold on, am I going to take this to heart? Am Mm -hmm. I going to feel like this is an offensive comment (laughs) in my head or Am I gonna be like, wait,
0: okay, yeah. As a listener, is there something <laughs> there? You need There's a variety a... of feedback though. And we do. Like we do. I think we also need to realise that people aren't perfect either. So there may be something in their delivery that wasn't right. So if we set ourselves up to be in a certain way where we're not affected negatively in the delivery of someone's feedback. So, you know, some people will give you feedback in a way that's like, well, that was really unnecessary. Um but at the same time it's like but why do we need to dismiss that because we feel like hurt by it or offended as you say you know so that's what it is Mm -hmm. really yeah um we need to kind of um have our self-esteem self-worth not affected by those things that that's the way we can take back taken all feedback and get past this perfectionism and fearing of mistakes just kind of being like okay whatever i whatever i do or don't do it's okay and um as you I might be I did edit this out in the end um I think I will and I just stumbled on my words actually just before this um and instead of I could have stumbled on my words and just kind of continued but what I do is because I hadn't said it perfectly I just stopped completely which is like a really classic thing to do being perfectionistic um but I'm really starting to learn to just kind of go with the flow a bit more and it just takes practice after living in a certain way for so long you can't really instantly you know yeah
2: you can't change it like overnight. Cool. yeah
0: yeah
2: exactly and you know what that reminds me of as well so my my favorite Bollywood actor so he he had a childhood stammer a strong childhood stammer yeah who's your favorite uh, Bollywood act- actor Rithik Roshan oh did he oh really yeah so oh, he had okay. a full-blown stammer as a as a, as a kid know. And he did therapy, worked on it. And imagine, I mean, to become an actor where your main job is to yeah. deliver dialogues. So he was talking in an interview recently where he was mentioning the stammer, stammering problem that he had and how all these years he's been so concerned about that one sentence that will go wrong because of the stammer and how he needs to be correct and perfect the whole yeah. time.
1: Yeah. And yeah. and
2: now he was like, now I just don't, I don't care now. Fine, yeah. if I stammer, fine. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't care. I've all my life I've led myself this, you know, I've conducted ah, that's amazing. this way, Yeah. But now I'm just like, but what if it goes wrong? What if I say that sentence wrong? Does it matter? So yeah. it was just like that was quite eye-opening because he's kind of led this whole journey believing that he needs to be correct and and not make that one mistake in his sentence. And but that
0: was what was holding him back.
2: Holding him back in a sense, maybe so yeah. he wasn't as yeah. liberated and as free and there was this yeah. whole social image he had to maintain. Which may have I don't know. I mean, would have people have perceived him differently if he had the stamina? I don't know. Because that yeah. kind of fuels perfectionism, isn't it? When people but see- I guess
1: if he really embraced it and he was still doing what he's doing, I don't think I think people would have admired that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And also, yeah. um, it's really funny because um, when you were talking about this idea of having to say the right thing and making sure we're perfect in how we're delivering stuff, like even what it's hilarious actually, because I was talking about the fact that I'm so self aware, blah, blah, blah. But um, <laughs> even during this podcast, I'm listening back to what I'm saying and I'm like, was that even good? Do you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. and it's like a constantly constant questioning, myself. there. Constantly mm. questioning yourself, constantly thinking, but I I actually could have delivered that better. And I think the minute you start letting that go, this whole, such a self-critical attitude, just go, mm. is when you'll start to just go, let go of perfectionism as a whole, and I And just think. flourish,
0: yeah. And yeah. just flourish
1: because the minute you've got that, oh, I don't care anymore. Let me just say what I want to say. If things come out a little bit, meh. Then that's just—it's normal. It's human. Hmm. And we're not robots. <laughs>
0: we're not robots. that's yeah. true. So for the closing, I'd like each of us to answer the question: Is perfectionism harmful or helpful?
2: So I think it's—it's it's more harmful than than helpful. I feel like there's no harm in as in there's no harm in striving for excellence. Uh, so if I do want to strive for something to be a hundred percent in my head, there's no harm in that, but I think I'd go wrong if I were to be like, I don't want to make any mistakes in the, in the, from the get go, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a process. I have to accept it's a process and there's going to be, you know, bumps along the way. Uh, there will be things that go wrong. And in terms of, for me, when I was mentioning how largely it's fueled by social image and perception for me. So if yeah. someone does come to me and notice something going wrong, instead of taking it to heart, it's about taking that criticism on board and then evolving from there. Yeah. And then and then ultimately if you do, you might end up meeting meeting that standard of yours. And that's yeah. there's no harm. Yeah. But it's more, I think, the process that needs to be mm-hmm. comfortable and enjoyable, where you don't even realize where the time is going because you're enjoying it so much. You're enjoying the mistakes, you're learning from them, and then you're kind of meeting that that desire, that image that you have at the end of it. That's my perception on it. Um
1: Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with it. I think it's just sometimes you might use perfectionism as a way to almost stop yourself from starting what you really need to do. And for me, that's my biggest fail, failure in my head is that I almost want everything to be so perfect before I start something. But that's almost a disguise because really and truly you don't need to have everything perfect before you start something you could have like half of what you really need or want to start a project or whatever your goals are really but as long as you're starting it and you're doing it and like Nikita said you you're making those mistakes along the way and you're learning from them that's when you achieve what you want to achieve and yeah like the road is going to be super bumpy and that's something that I've really like had to accept you know, yeah. I'm never going to get a smooth ride. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what I do. It's going to be hard sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but this whole reaching for, per, for perfection, sorry, is, is, it's just self sabotaging, I would say, as a whole. Um, but yeah, like Nikita said, if you, if you want your craft to be better, it's one mm-hmm. thing, but sabotaging yourself under the name of perfection is a completely different, yeah. different thing. Yeah. And yeah, that's not
0: good. <laughs> yeah. And I know you said that you agree with Nikita. I actually agree with both of you as well. I think we've got, all come to the same conclusion. It's interesting because we've all had our own, um, take on it and our own what drives perfectionism, but the end result was the same, isn't it? And I think I like what you said yeah. about it. Um, it's not going to be a smooth ride. So for me, it's like, um, how I perceive the mistakes and myself, um, needs to be different. So, um, when I do make a mistake, it's, it's not like a, a permanent mark on me. And uh, mm. making a mistake is just part of the process, and actually, having those ups and downs, I won't just um i mean ideally accepting them as good, but also further than that um to realize those mistakes and the ups and downs is what actually in the end makes you closer to this ideal version or like uh um this high standard that you have because like really, if you just get there straight away, then there's so many experiences and kind of skills that you don't have when you when you kind of have it without that up and down i'm not saying you have to struggle what i'm saying is there's really is things that you gain from those ups and downs and those mistakes and that's what i was lacking before i was thinking the only way you know you need a smooth um upward trajectory that's it you know if i go up and down it's just a waste of time that's all it is so that's the um the the fact that we think mistakes is a waste of time and perceive uh, ourselves differently um because uh, you know if we didn't perform perfectly to this high standard that we have then I might as well not bother I can't mm. do anything you know I'm like I don't have any talent or whatsoever so that's the kind of like negative you know what you said about self-sabotage like that it becomes negative in that way Um mm. and so if you can kind of basically it's striving for like you know doing better than you can which is great you know personal development but if you can take it with a pinch of salt and realize you know, you're only human. And actually, that's basically the fun of it, isn't it? Just that process. Um, It's not just the end goal as well. Um, that's what I'd say about perfection. So definitely harmful. Um, But if you can use that inherent drive that you have for things to be ideal, but use it in a more healthier way, then you can kind of um, have the best of both worlds. And I I hope that, you know, I'm thinking that someone who actually clicks on this episode and sees perfectionism is someone who's kind of struggling that at the moment. So if you do listen to this and you find that it's relatable, um, I, you know, I would just say that take it day by day and don't try and and what we mentioned earlier about trying to be perfectly uh, not uh, perfect, if that makes sense. So when you're trying to stop being perfectionistic, you need to remember that you'll like resort back to your old behaviours. And so try and take it day by day. And I hope this gave you a bit of comfort um, to realise that, like, there's a lot of us who are like this. <laughs> and so uh, you, we can we can all get there eventually. We just need to like have the patience um, to kind of change ourselves slowly. And um, so with that kind of dreamy <laughs> ending, okay. um, we'll end it there. So thank you for listening. And if you're, you're here till the end, I really appreciate it. And we all do. And um, you will be hearing more from us in the future. So thank you for listening.